my name is Matthew Gonzalez, and failed countless of times, man. Ooh, a lot, a lot of times. Countless. I mean, I I don't. <laughs> In numerous. So many times. <laughs> Welcome back to the Failed Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Matthew Gonzalez. Matthew, he is an NBA barber, officially, and it's exciting to have him here. And I'm going to let him do, you know, explain who he is. I know for a fact that I can explain who he is just because of the fact that I'm pretty close to Matthew. But um, just tell us who you are, Matt. Um, Tell us what you do. And yeah, let's go from there. All right, well... um... My name is Matt, obviously, and um, man, I've known Brother James for. Can I just call you James? Yeah, yeah, go for <laughs> it. I've known James for um, man since I was in sixth grade, right? Sixth, fifth, sixth, no, no, fifth or sixth, yeah, fifth or sixth around there. So he's watched me grow up and all that, and I've always looked up to Brother James or James. And um, well, my side of the story, like um, of my life, is I grew up in church with my parents and. Um, I man, I like even in high school, I never thought about becoming a barber, becoming um a businessman. I was never really into like business or anything. But um when I graduated, you know, quarantine happened and I was just bored at home and um I ordered some cheap clippers off Amazon. Cheap clippers. And, nickname, like, nickname like, of the clippers <laughs> right now. <laughs> Always the nickname of the Clippers. <laughs> so, hey, for those of you watching, if you're a Clipper player, he didn't say that. So take a count from him. I did. I'm the Laker fan here. All right, don't hate on him. All right, that's get it. Get your yeah, cut. Yeah, Terrence, man, I love you. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I got inspired by uh, my my barber in high school, and I was ever since I was in high school, I always liked fades and everything. I always enjoyed going to the barber shop. And so in high school, um, now when in high school was it? Cause I know, I know you, mm-hmm. right. I'm actually not only I'm his basketball, I was his basketball coach, yeah. but I was also his high school coach. Yeah. Um, I know you guys were kind of talking about it. Yeah. Was, was it senior or junior year when senior, you actually, so senior, senior year, yeah, senior. was it before COVID or after or during? I mean, so I mean, before, we're still during. Be, that's why yeah, yeah, before COVID. Um, it was all just talk. It was all, oh, okay. like, it would be cool to be a barber. Yeah, yeah, it would be yeah. cool to like learn how to fade. It was all talk. Um, when I really started putting cl- clippers to someone's head, um, was during quarantine. Who was your first cut? My little brother. My little brother. <laughs> he, I took all my mess out. Shout out, out to little brothers, man. Shout out to the youngest now, now right here. Cuts, man. Hey, all free haircuts. That's man. come on. That's the yeah. hands that cuts NBA players. He gets the, exactly. you know, that's that's exactly. good. You know, so, so he was the first cut. But then, so what happened? I mean, because I mean, to me, it's just an interesting story. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you started this during quarantine, during yeah. a difficult yeah. time, yeah, really and but I mean, now I mean, you're cutting. I mean, you know, I see you. Yeah. I mean, of course, when you graduate, it's a lot harder to see you as much. Yeah. But then out of nowhere, I see your Instagram, and I mean, you're cutting NBA players' hairs out of nowhere, and I'm just like, yo, what the heck happened? Like, where? <laughs> like, I just don't know. Like, how did you actually get to find even like? I mean, it started out with high school players, right? Yeah, high school uh, started off with like, you know, D D one prospects, mm-hmm. um, D one basketball prospects, and I knew I knew I always wanted to cut NBA players. I mean, when I started. I always like imagine like oh it'd be cool to like 
cut celebrities or something, you know? My question is, how did you get the D1 players, though? I mean, because... Okay. All right. <laughs> shout, all right. You know, shout out to Seaball. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't play. I mean, we were good. Okay. Disclaimer, our team was really good. We could play. We could play some public D1, school teams. Public and school teams, yeah. But the thing was, like, we did it. <laughs> we were trapped in this small little league. I mean, we were. Hey, our school was so good. It was so funny. People would talk to me and be like, "Man, your your team is so good. Yeah. How many guys do you have in your school?" I'm like, "This is it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Guys. Yeah, I don't know how we have like seven guys in our school and they're all like hoopers. Like, yeah. how? Yeah. How in the world? <laughs> you know? And then like, you know, we got like six footers. Like, where, where did this like, come from? But yeah. yeah. So like, how did you get these D1 players? Because I mean, our school's small. Like, we literally run. There are schools. If you were to say that, you know, I know there's people probably watching that if they said that their graduating class was 50, they'd be like, that's a small school. Our school was 50. The whole thing, kindergarten to senior. (laughs) So how did you get to talk to D1 players? I know for a fact we didn't have a D1 player, but. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, maybe. Possibly. But but honestly, so I'll, I'll start from the beginning, but. I was actually playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I was playing basketball at a sports facility called um, The Map. You oh, okay. Yeah. We, I would literally just came from there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because I just coached the game. <laughs> Still a coach. Oh, Girls oh, coach. That's where it all started. Yeah. Um, I was playing basketball, and there was this kid there. This kid showed up, and we were, we were just playing basketball, and it was like some of my friends um, and, and his friends, and we were just – chilling after playing pickup and we exchanged instagram and so when i saw his instagram he had about like 33k and he was a he was an up-and-coming rapper and um he's actually dating um this youtuber sister and his the youtuber's name is deshay frost a lot of people know him i i got to like see deshay frost sometimes and um even um ddg and all that so um there's some like pretty pretty well-known guys and so I started cutting his hair. And this was when I was in my garage setup, my garage setup. He would literally come to my house in Carson, in like this ghetto, like garage and all this. Small garage. Like, it's small, a small garage. Small garage. <laughs> like my family stuff everywhere. Um, literally just like a barber chair in the middle of everything, a hanging mirror. And um, he would pull That's up in crazy. my driveway. Yeah. And, uh, Oh man, I had like one pair of clippers. You know, I was like, I had bare minimum of what barbers have. I mean, I was like barely starting. And so um, he came in and I was like, what's up, bro? Like at first I wasn't even going to cut him. I was cutting his friend. And then he just happened to be with his friend. I cut his hair and he loved it. He loved it. I filmed everything um, because I knew like if I could target this guy, and um promote it it could like lead to other big names and so um i just filmed the whole haircut posted it and then all of a sudden he just started reposting all of my stuff i mean from like on instagram he just started um he was taking pictures of like his haircut and just posting like all the time and he just showed tons of love well from like his from his instagram came was a d1 player his name is dylan andrew shout out to my boy he plays for az compass one shout of out to pascal siakam <laughs> just <'cause, laughs> big fan of the show i told you in the last episode oh, big really? fan of, i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean maybe yeah, I mean, yes, <laughs> maybe. yes yes he is yes he is big fan 
Pascal. But Pascal. go ahead. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he he plays on the number one team in the um, nation right now in high school basketball, and um, he he followed the guy that I cut, and so you know he just DM'd me asking like, hey man, can I come get a cut? And dude, ever since like. He came. I mean, he just showed love too. I mean, all of these guys and they that, just reposted yeah, you, and, it and then just, just... it was just reposting, reposting, and it was crazy. Is that they really messed with my haircuts inside like the garage, dude? Like who? who that's crazy, man. That's sketchy, man. So to, <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> to me, what's exciting is the fact that you, when you say this, it, it inspires me just because of the fact that, like, I mean. I know your garage, yeah. you know, right now I'm shooting in my house yeah. and I'm down, you know, I want to interview, I guess, you know, guests later on, yeah. you know, as far as like, you know, lots of people, mm -hmm. but sometimes I'm like, part of me, I was thinking about today, like, man, would I want to invite them to my apartment? Mm -hmm. But then the fact that you just went for it, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade no, in no, your no, garage no, or no, anything, no, but no, I mean, no. like, you know, I like, it's, <laughs> it was really sketch yeah, that no, garage. I mean, there's a green fence. I mean, my dog would always come up to the fence and like be barking at us. Like it was that's just, crazy, bro. dude. Pulling up like in Carson to like this garage, and I, like you, you roll up in the driveway, you see the garage door open. I'm just standing there, like that's awesome. Was, well, let me ask you this: You think it's um, you? I mean, I'm guessing you know you could agree with this that networking is a very important thing. Like networking really, really gets you now. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because this is the failed podcast, yeah. you know, and we talked about, you said you failed numerous times. Yeah. Um, and we, we like to talk about the success stories. And a lot of people do like to talk about the story, success stories, but this one's different. Yeah, this we want to talk about the failures. <laughs> Was there a low point in your life as far as not necessarily life, mm -hmm. but like, you know, like, oh, we lost a game. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought, like, yeah. like during your business journey, was there a low point that you were like, man, but then, but then, of course, usually with the low point, there's a turning point that you go, man, you know what? It could only go up from here. Like, what was that low point for you? Oh, man. Low point. So, there, I think, I wouldn't say as far as like a rock specific point or yeah. a specific like point I hit like mm -hmm. the lowest, but there were times where I had, where I was like, really like discouraged um there's this one time um uh, this tiktoker came and i mean he, he got a haircut like two two days like before he came to my place and um i barely like did anything to his haircut to be honest and then like later he like dms me saying like i was trash i mean i was just, oh, like he okay. just started like bashing me bro like on instagram and it went on for like two days and um i mean just like he was just like giving me like dude you like messed me up i was like Damn, two like, days oh yeah and like well, that's a commitment his his line they don't even put that much commitment on their tiktok his, <laughs> like i was just i was just sorry really don't hate on the tiktok <laughs> <laughs> we love tiktok but like i was just i was just like really confused and um i, I got discouraged i mean i was yeah. like it, I took a couple of days off. I was like, dude, like, am I even meant to like cut hair anymore? Um, I just felt like really low. And then there was another time, went over to another TikToker's house. I was doing a house call. Dude, these TikTok. I stopped it. By the way, I stopped doing TikTokers. Like, I there's a cut, I there's cut. a trend going on here. I don't cut TikTokers anymore. Um, <laughs> but I went over to this TikToker's house. 
I it was in like West Hollywood. I mean, it was about 50 minutes away. And um, I drove over there. And when I pulled up, I texted him like the whole time, like before, like the day before. And like that morning, I was like, hey, man, I'm like coming at this time. Are we good? We're good. He was like, yeah, we're good, bro. Just come. And so I went over, pulled up, drove, drove a while. I mean, I, I felt like I was driving forever. And um, pull up, and I text him, like, hey, bro, I'm here. And didn't respond for, like, three hours. Oh, and, I mean, um, I was just sitting there, like, dude, like, this is, like, I'm a failure. Like, yeah. like there was nothing. Like, it was out of my control. I just went back home, and... Um, I just like sat on my couch. I was just like, did he ever respond to you ever? Um, he responded a couple days later and, um, he was like, Hey bro, my bad. Can you come over again? And like, <laughs> this was, this was in the beginning of my barber career. Yeah. I did not know my worth. I yeah. did not, I did oh, not I get, know, I get, I know I what you mean by know, that. Yeah. Um, like my worth at all. I would do anything like whatever these guys said. And, um, so I went back over, he answered the door, did his haircut, super cool dude um but yeah there there's been numerous of times where like i just felt like a failure like i don't like to the point of just like giving it all up yeah and um yeah there, there's definitely been more times i just can't <laughs> and that's the thing i mean really failure is you know as you grow you learn it's just an event yeah it does i mean i know you said you're a failure but i mean you know for a fact I mean, let me ask you this. Do you think you're a failure? No. Yeah, I don't, like, as far as, like, my whole business? I mean, just you as a person. Oh, okay. I mean. You know, do you I think you're a failure? I decide that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, really, failure is just an event, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, and shout out. I'm going to put a plug in my book. And I know I said I put a plug in my book in the last episode, but I didn't even say where you can order it. You could order my book, Me Versus My Friends. And you could order an Amazon, just title me versus my friends, James Abrot. And um, yeah, you could check my Instagram, Instagram.com slash James Abrot. And you could click there and you'll see the link to my book. But um, really in my book, I talk about the fact that with me and the reason why I put a total failure, me a total failure yeah. is because of the fact that for me, I try to I try to tell people that it's I mean, I guess it's just overrated to say you're a failure. You know what I mean? Because you're not, you know, yeah. like we're, we aren't like I think failing is giving up. Yeah. You know, and I never gave up. Yeah. You know, I think we need to redefine what failure is and really just, you know, we get so scared of that word. You know what I mean? You know, like, yeah. especially like, you know, shout out to the Asians, but uh, <laughs> you know, like, we're like, oh, you know, you Asian, you're not Asian, you're Asian, you know, like, we're so scared of that. Like, yeah. dude, I mean, I've been a school teacher for so long and usually bad kids, they're like, when they see that F, that failure, it's like they're done. Yeah. And it's like, no, like don't be scared of failure. Like it's it's fine. I'm not saying strive to get bad grades, but at the same time, it's like you can climb out of that. Yeah. You know? Well, let me ask yeah. you this. And of course I have a couple questions I want to ask you. But um, you know, um, how first of all, how long did it take to get to where you're at now? I would say about a year and a half. Year and a half. So year and a half. Now you may may disclose it or not, but how many hours do you work a week? Yeah, I mean it's your own would, hours. Say, yeah, yeah. I would say about twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty to twenty five, and you charge how much for haircut? Forty five. Yeah. Forty five a haircut. 
But with NBA players. <laughs> with NBA players, though, that's 300. <laughs> but, so it's yeah. a different story. I have, right there. I have price ranges from 45 to 60. So. Yeah. But man, that's awesome. You're doing exactly what you're doing. The reason why I wanted Matt to come is because, you know, he um, he's one of my students. Yeah. And I remember during quarantine, it was through the Zoom class. And I said, um, said these words. I said, um, I don't know if you remember it, but I said, you know, you don't want when quarantine ends, you wasted it. Mm. I remember I said that to you guys in yeah. that class. Yeah. You know, you were one of the students that said, like, man, I'm going to make sure that after quarantine, I'm proud of something I did. Yeah. And most people, you know, most people in the world, we wasted during that time. You gave us, you gave us an assignment one time. Remember? I don't yeah. know if you remember. You gave us an assignment. I do. That said, like, write three things you want to, like, achieve oh, right. or something. Like, one of your goals. And yeah. But Barbara. Yeah. And I mean, man, that's, I mean, the fact that you're here. So when you hit rock bottom, what, as far as, and I know we have the, the things of like, you know, like help you push because, you know, my family uh-huh. and stuff like that. But I'm talking about the barber shop it is. Like, okay. like being a barber. Like usually when we don't want to quit, we think of our family, we think yeah. of our friends, we think of, you know, our loved one or our significant other. And we're like, we don't want to quit. Um, but like, yeah, that doesn't mean this business it could mean okay i'm not gonna quit on life mm-hmm. but like the business itself like what made you like i'm gonna keep going could, could i touch up a little bit more on like the failure side yeah I just thought of something Go for um it. so like before my whole business i thought i was a failure like um throughout high school mm-hmm. i was never never good in school i mean i i hated school mm-hmm. i hated the learning side to school i hated um, I just like till this day, I don't get school. I don't, I don't like, like it. I don't like sitting in classes. I mean, I just, I just like when I'm sitting there in class, mm-hmm. I just, everything flies over my head. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to tests, when it comes to quizzes, when it comes to writing papers, I hate all of it. And so, um, and then, I mean, having really smart friends, having really smart classmates, it, it would, it would put me down. And I always, I always thought like out of my class, I was going to be the failure. Mm-hmm. I always thought like, well, I'm just like, I'm dumb. Like I, I always, I always saw myself as unsuccessful. I always saw myself as like this kid that's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, it was like really, really like hard to get over that mountain to climb, really mm-hmm. hard to get over. Well, um, like, yeah, I just, I just. I didn't do well in school, so... Yeah. Well, I think, so. you know, I, I like that you said that because, like I said, I'm a teacher. Yeah. And I think it's sad that many teachers look at the students that are not doing well in class. Um, and I'm not saying that for, for all teachers. Yeah. Please don't think I'm targeting anyone. I'm not targeting anyone at all. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, there are many teachers that would look at someone that's failing in school and say, like, oh, that's a failure. Mm. When it's not. I mean, you're not a failure. You know, if anything... I feel like, and we talked about this in our last podcast with my brother, you know, I told him, or we were saying that I asked him a question. Do you think kids should learn to fail at an early age? And he said, yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is like with you, you know, I feel like because you felt like a failure at an early age, it was a lot easier for you to just climb out of it. Mm. You know, there was nothing to, and and a lot of kids, they don't learn to fail till like they're an adult. And it's like, 
you know, they want to chase their dreams, but they don't want to because they want to feel like a failure. Like their whole life, you know, they got straight A's, they went to college, succeeded, they got the career that they wanted. And then they realize they're in that career and they're working like a dog and they're like, I don't want to do this, but they also don't want to be looked at like a failure. So they're stuck there. You know, when you, for me, success is happiness. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're a doctor or you're, I yeah. don't know, selling corn. And, and, and <laughs> if you're was, making, if you're happy. Talking, yeah, I was just talking about this with one of my clients, actually. And that um, we were just talking about, like, how a lot of people want to go on vacation yeah. away from home to be happy. Exactly. should be happiness for you. I mean, like, when people say, oh, I need to just take a break and get out of my life and just go somewhere where there's peace. Well, we were just talking like, well, that that shouldn't be your life. Yeah. Your peace should be at home. Yeah. Daily routine. I mean, like looking for, I mean, for me, I don't know about you. It sounds so much better to look forward to every day mm -hmm. than looking forward to the weekend or looking forward to your vacation, vacation yeah. you know, but that's the thing is many people. And I'm glad that you touched up on that because not only is it, I guess, you know, we all like to be validated. Mm -hmm. You know, I say a lot of these things, but you're one of my students yeah. and I saw it firsthand yeah. and everything he said, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to be careful what I'm trying to say, but you know, like I know that you struggled in school, yeah, yeah. you know, I know yeah. your grades, yeah. you know, and for me, and just being honest, I cribbed some of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah be real, shout oh, out. Hey, hey, you're a basketball coach, man. You, you got to get my player in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I mean, I did, you know, because to me, there are two things. Number one, sure, basketball. <laughs> but number yeah, two, yeah, ba I can't, basketball is huge. I mean, I can't have him not play. <laughs> but the other one was, I didn't want you to think that like you're a failure. Mm -hmm. And that's why I curve it sometimes. And really, that's what it is. And sadly, so many people, it, two things happen when they fail in school. They feel like they're failure and they just give up or they grow from it. And I'm glad that you grew from yeah. that. It's amazing to me how, you know, you felt like a failure. But yeah. that's why it, I guess it I guess it puts a stamp of approval what we said last night that, yeah, kids should learn to fail at a young age because age. they learn to grow from it. Mm -hmm. And they learn to, you know, like it like. Right now, I don't think you're as scared of failure than many kids your age are. I'm willing to, I mean, put myself <laughs> out there, explore different options. Yeah, you know? and it's and you know, like if you're gonna try something, you might fail, but you don't care. You're like, yeah. I'm down because it happens, dude. Like failure, it, it's it's overrated, man. Failure is overrated. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're willing to put yourself. And then also, what's good too is because. It's it's annoying that with failure, there are things that people do. They automatically put it as failure. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, and not please don't think I'm hurt. I'm trying to diss anyone that's watching. But you know, I'm Filipino. Most Filipinos are nurses. Don't even say the word NBA. Yeah. Just just barber. barber. If I were to put two and two, like he's a barber. Oh, cool. He's a nurse. Oh, what a success! Mm. Like wait. Yeah. Hold on. He's making more money per hour. And I bet you he's enjoying his yeah, job yeah. more yeah, than yeah, more. <laughs> less hours too. Exactly. Less um, hours. You you and by the way, you can increase your increase hours. Increase my to. hours. I could make pretty much however I want to in a week. Yeah. But yeah, on top of that, like I've heard other barber stories to where their parents thought they were when they said they wanted to be a barber, 
the parents saw that as a failure. Yeah. And so I work, I work with a lot of Filipinos. I work with Asian. Yeah. I work with <laughs> my whole barbershop's Asian. Yeah. And they tell me all the time that like when they told their parents they wanted to become a barber, that their parents looked down on them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you could. They're deemed as a failure. A of, yeah. And when they're making you know, money. <laughs> my my barbers in the barbershops make over six figs and drive chargers, Dodge chargers. I mean. So they're making six figures a, a year. They're yeah. Making, they're making over six figs a year. Yeah. But they're deemed as a failure. And they're deemed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and. I, they enjoy their job. Yeah. They enjoy their job a lot more. Probably. Think, you think it has something to do with the title? Has, yeah, something, <laughs> some, definitely something to do with the title. I mean, we get to go in every day. Um, I mean, we get to sleep in first of all if you want to, and <laughs> <laughs> we get to enjoy. Like, I'm already in right there. So. Um, we get to wear whatever we want. Yeah, I mean, we get to talk to people. We get to make relationships. And with you're kind of setting your own schedule. Setting your own schedule. Um, and you're just vibing, you're vibing with all your friends inside the barbershop. And like my favorite personally is the relationships I get to yeah. with. I have a, I have, I cut a Laker trainer on the daily. I mean, yeah. he comes every, every single week, Ooh. doesn't miss a week. Who? Uh, his name is, uh, Zach Gonzalez, but he, <sighs> he trains Carmelo Anthony, LeBron. Oh my gosh. And, um, he brings me exclusive Laker gear. I'll bring, I'll bring you oh some, I'll bring you some, but he brings me. The actual NBA socks. I mean, he brings me NBA gear like That's like crazy. all the time. And tell him so, to tell him to um, tell Westbrook to work on a shot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? That he tells me like all the insider information. For real? He tells me, bro. He tells he spills the tea. Everything, bro. You guys want to know? Big. And so like building like these relationships, dude. I mean, yeah. I have a car guy. I have a a guy who like works on clothing brands. I have a guy who just does like uh raps on stuff bro like it's just it's an endless relationship and the crazy part about this people don't realize that you know as far as a career goes you're you're enjoying your life yeah but when you get these clients technically your business is growing because they network mm -hmm. and they tell someone yeah. and they tell someone and then eventually you could raise up your price they don't care, they don't care. and then you raise up your price you raise up your price yeah. so pretty much not only is it fun because of the fact we've already talked about the perks, but like, dude, you're, you have, it's like, An it's endless. Yeah. And also you're not really getting clients that like, don't vibe with you like exactly. that because of the vibe of your Instagram and the people you talk to. Yeah. It's not like you're going to get some person, no hate, but you're not going to get some wall street guy. That's like, you know, like, Oh, Hey, how are you doing? Like they don't know how to talk to you and yeah. you're just cutting hair. Yeah. You're not going to get that. You're going to get yeah. all people that like, well, you could probably talk sneakers with, yeah, hoop exactly. with, you know, football with like, yeah. those are the people you're getting. So, yeah. I mean, that's awesome, man. That's exciting. 20 years old already doing well. And it's just on the come up. What has helped push you? whenever you don't feel like going like in this business in okay. the barber in the in the cutting business what has like man that's your motivation where like i want to quit being a barber and not necessarily quit just quit being a barber okay but what is like that like something that like you know what you know maybe is it like a client that like man he's always chill and like yeah. i always got that client or yeah. what is it so i would actually say it's like it's my clients. Mm -hmm. Um my clients I, I'm I'm really close to all of my clients. Yeah. I mean uh I treat them like I always I always get excited when I, I see one of my close clients come in and um 
it just like makes my day. And so I would just, I would just say my clients. Um, Who's your first high profile client then? Ooh, high profile. I mean, like, like, what I mean by high profile is not like somebody you knew before, like mm -hmm. through church or school. It's just like, and then they got like a decent following in Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay. I guess not yeah, high profile, but like you know, like like high profile meaning like they're 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 pretty successful and you're not that close to them. Yeah, like it's not like you grew up with them. Okay. <laughs> you know, not like me or brother R, like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like brother R is technically a high profile. I mean, yeah, he's got yeah. a good following, but you know, not him. But like, oh, you know, and that I'm close to right now. Is it the one that you met? Um, or is it like Eli Scott or something? <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, I would. Oh man, there's so many to choose from, dude. So many. <laughs> I mean, Eli Scott would be one of them. That's, yeah, that's my guy. Like for real, like he, Chandi Brown. Chandi Brown is my guy. Like he, um, he's Atlanta now, right? He's is at, Atlanta? He, yeah, he, no, he's back over here. He got a ten day. He got two ten days with Atlanta. Um, but Chandi, he. Like, he started off with just my client. And what's crazy is that my first cut with him was trash. You know why? Because it was right after church on a Sunday. We've been DM, we were DMing each other. He was like, oh, I could only make it, like, at, at 1230. Like, right after church. Dude, oh, I'm in that's my hard. Church clothes. I'm yeah. in my church clothes. Yeah. Rushing to my shop. Driving like crazy. I show up in, like, like slacks, dress shoes, like a collared shirt. And um, I mean, he had to he had to leave by like one, so I had to just squeeze the cut in like a thirty yeah. minute cut because he had to get back to the gym, um, because I had a game that day. But I just had to like go like super fast, and it was it wasn't that nice of a cut. I'll be honest, I'm sorry, Tom, but it wasn't that nice. It wasn't that <laughs> nice of a cut. But um, I thought I lost him that day. I was like, dude, he's never gonna come back to me. Like, yeah. I looked like it was just like weird, dude. Like I'm sweating, my hair's all messed up. Yeah. I was just like, this dude, this dude like you didn't really get to crazy. like was, get prepared. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Prepare. I was like, dude, I'm just I just came from like church and all that. Like he probably yeah. thought I was like like crazy or something. But um, he he ended up coming back, and we got to build that relationship. It was like like the next time, like made sure I gave myself time. Um, and we were just vibing and ever since then he comes like every, every single week. And, um, I remember, so he was, we we're kind of like on the same path here. We're, we're both trying to get to like our, achieve our goals and stuff. The His grind is, is going to the NBA. And obviously like the NBA is not easy to get into. Dude, I mean, like no. to, to be a player in the NBA. Dude, so, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, he, oh my he's, goodness. He's like <clears throat> grinding every single day, day in, day out to like just get another 10 day contract. That's and crazy. I mean, he tells me like all these stories and like the grind and the work he has to put in. It is insane. I'm like, he's, he's like an inspiration to me, bro. And so, um, just hearing his story and, um, he like hustle recognizes hustle. Like, yeah. like we see, we see each other hustling. And I remember his, he got his first 10 day with the Lakers. And I mean, I remember that too. <laughs> yeah. He got, he got his first 10 day. I posted it. And, um, before I posted it, I was one of the first ones to know. I mean, he didn't even post it on his Instagram yet. He literally, <laughs> he literally, this is what he said. What's up, bro? I just wanted to text you 
to tell you that I made it. And he sent me like the 10 day like contract yeah. and all that. And he didn't want a haircut. Yeah. He just DM'd me. He just texted me to tell like to tell to tell oh. me that he made it. Wait, this is before the haircut or after? This was I wasn't with him. This was this was um this was after. Oh, after the haircut. Okay. So it was like So that's when you knew you guys were still cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This was this was like we built like we I made a relationship with yeah. him. Like we were cool. We were like bros. Yeah. And then when he like texted me that, it was kind of like dang like i'm not just like a barber to me. yeah i'm like, it's a relationship i'm a i'm a yeah i'm a friend like, that's crazy like, man. like i'm really like a like a, a brother to this guy like he's like for him just to text me like that like that he made it i mean those are texts you send to your family and stuff yeah. mom and dad like hey, yeah. like, <laughs> I, like i made it and stuff and so like when he sent me that i was just like wow dude like i really have a connection with this dude. yeah and he, he's just like a super cool dude so i guess a segue to the next question here whose hair did you cut and when you were cutting it you i mean you know hey look ma i made it <laughs> hey look it was, i feel like you can't say that hey, until look. you got hey look ma i made it <laughs> but, uh, hey, yeah hey look ma look ma i made it like like when you were cutting you're like dude Oh, I yeah. did it. I, I'm here. I'm yeah. in. Like, or maybe you're waiting, like, to cut the hair, and you're like, "Dude, I did it." You know, yeah. who whose hair was it that you were like, "Dude, I think he did it, man." Like, you know, like, oh my goodness, like this isn't, this is crazy. I'm mm-hmm. cutting this person's hair. Definitely. Um, Do they got big heads? They got big heads. <laughs> I, not like, not like it's mental, but like it's, physical. It's, yeah, it's a lot of room to work with. It's a lot of- <laughs> A lot of more fading, but, <laughs> but it was definitely. Isn't it easier though? Like a bigger canvas. Yeah, yeah. way easier. It's like mowing the lawn. You don't gotta be. That <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's it's so much easier. I'm like, Sorry. Getting it through, but I mean, no, I mean, we're tiny people. That's why we're tiny people. Dude, <laughs> you ever stand next to a seven six or a six, seven six nine dude? And, <sighs> we're tiny. But yeah, but so yeah, okay, <laughs> who's back, who's back. who's uh hair was like, dude. I, I think he made it. Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Hands down. Hands down. That was because you were at his mansion, right? Dude, I was at his mansion, and I'm telling you, the biggest house I have ever seen. I mean, his mansion had a back mansion. It was. Back. It was. <laughs> it was insane. So where did you cut? In the front mansion, the back mansion, was, or was, the middle <laughs> mansion? It was. It was the front mansion. It was the front mansion. I mean, like the ceiling was like all. It was like super high up. Um, psh, nicest house I've ever been to. Dude. It was insane. It was. It was. You know. You know that. Um. You know, Despicable Me. Yeah. The vector dude. The 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 evil one. Oh, which one? The the one in the orange suit. Oh, that dude, yeah, the yeah. skinny one yeah, the with skinny the big dude. hips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the big hips. It was like his evil layer. Like it was just huge, <laughs> man. And then I remember pulling up, and um, he's right there by the gate, dude. And I was anyone up. like, "Whoa, whose car is this? Who the heck is this doing here?" No, 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 <laughs> hey, no, somebody no. call the cops. <laughs> his house, his house, though. You'll never be able to find it unless you have the exact address. Really? I mean. You're going through these neighborhoods up you know, and down, like through the side, like oh, in like Calabasas area or Calabasas, something. Calabasas, like dude. Uh, I heard about that. You know, I heard a lot of celebrities. 
I don't know if this is true. This is not like conspiracy. I'm uh, not trying to be all weird because I, I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conspiracy. <laughs> no, no. Like, I kind of like, I heard about. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, I heard that. Um, so I had a friend who dated someone. Or they didn't really date, but they they were kind of they were friends. He wanted to date her, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess he never told me who, and he said she, she never told him who, but she dated an actor. That was an Avenger. That is an Avenger. And then I was like, whoa. And he told she told me that like the actors and actresses and celebrities of Hollywood, they have like roads dedicated to them that like no one knows about. Roads? Like it's not in the GPS. Whoa. And then like you could get to places faster. Whoa. Like he told me, like he told me that she told him that and she's been there. Like She'll be like, oh, man, we want to eat somewhere. Like, don't we have to leave now? Because it's like an hour. Yeah, L.A. L.A.'s traffic everywhere. Yeah. Not even joking. She was like, he was like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, like, oh, no, don't worry. It's like going to take us 15, 20 minutes. Like, what? How's it going to take 15, 20 minutes? Oh, we're just going to take this one road. And and like, and that's where like that road, I guess, it's along those roads where like some people were like living, which are like wow. famous people. You know what's crazy is that. I went to I went to Eric Bledsoe's house mm-hmm. the day he had a game at 7 p.m. and I was there till about like 5:30. Yeah. Oh, no, I was there. I was there. No, no it was 4:30. He, okay. he had the gym at five. That's traffic time in LA. He's in Encino, Staples Center. It's far. See. Dude. Yeah. And so I'm oh, thinking, dude. Like, this guy is gonna be late, but he was literally just chilling. In like he wasn't room. in a rush. He wasn't like, he "Yo, we gotta in, go." In like thirty minutes traffic. Oh, see, that's that's dude, it, dude. That's, oh my goodness, that's crazy. See, that makes sense now. That makes a lot of that sense. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, because they're rich. Like, I don't. I just don't see. Wow. I just like. Wow. I just don't see like famous people like in normal roads. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, you crazy. like seriously with all. All the Hollywood actors, actresses, celebrities, you know, NBA like, players, you should, there should be like Lamborghinis. Like if it's, let's say like game day, mm-hmm. there should be stinking Lambos game. all throughout the freeway, oh, like yeah. at least 20 or something. Yeah. It's like, why is there none? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure trainers have nice cars. So that, that's Dude, We might be honest with something. You oh, might, man. secret agents might be watching this and like, <laughs> we're, like hey, we're, we're, you on be doing we're on to you guys. Oh man, man. we got to <laughs> that's crazy though but yeah no but they did tell me that so it's crazy that you told me yeah that story and the fact that his house is like hard to find you know hard to find dude yeah so yeah yeah, i remember like the day i cut eric bledsoe i drove home and i just like big old smile you were like dude i made it eric bledsoe yeah i was literally like that i was like i text my did you scream we're like I bet this guy. I used to call him the Energizer Bunny in in uh, oh, high school yeah. because I mean, when he played, he didn't stop. Like, no, it was, <laughs> like this one stop. He would get mad at me when I would sub him out, but yeah. I'm like, dude, you're in foul trouble. No, yeah, I'd be like, he's just so ticked at me. I'm like, dude, like you're in foul trouble. I'll be like, dude, like we're winning by like forty, like. <laughs> Like, no. like we have a tournament, you know. Yeah. Like you should rest. You just, man, I gotta get in. The game I'm like, isn't <laughs> over, so it's over, dude. It's, it's but not. man, I, I bet you were happy with that one. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, and um, I guess this is you know we're gonna segue to this question. What before I go to the success? I know I tried last year, but what do you call? What is your personal definition of failure? 
would say like what you said earlier, giving up, not doing, not doing anything anymore. I mean, yeah. It's like you, you want to do something, you do it, you feel like you're not going to make it and you quit. I would say definition of failure is quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, that's, that's great because uh-huh. I mean, you're young, you're 20. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you said that, that's very true because like I said, most most people, they think failure is who they are, mm-hmm. what they do. But, like, dude, you never quit. Yeah. Keep going. Keep no matter grinding. how low you are. You yeah, dude. Like, I mean, if you mess up, man, the only yeah. way to go is up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, there's a quote. It's like, when you hit rock bottom, the only way is up. Yeah, man. So that's why, I mean, for me, it's just like, it gets so annoying, you know, when people... Not annoying. <laughs> it's just like, man, it's you're not a failure. Yeah. You know, failure is an event. Failing is just I mean, it could even be a feeling, but it shouldn't define who we are. Yeah. And that's why I call this the failed podcast because I don't care. I'm just joking around with that word now. Mm-hmm. You know? I put it in my book, I'm a failure. I just joke around with that word because to some people's eyes, and by the way, to some people's eyes, you're a failure because you're a barber. How come you're not in college or yeah, whatever? Yeah. You know, like I mean, no hate on college, but I mean, he's doing pretty good. I mean, you're you know you're making. I mean, I did the math while you were talking because you told me how much you make a week. Yeah, that's six figures. Yeah, and it's, you're working twenty to twenty five hours a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I might quit podcasting and join you. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that sounds. <laughs> it's crazy, actually. Like, so I'm in a barber shop, and there's about three other guys that have been cutting hair for for about 10 years five plus years 10 years it's good money dude and 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 we're charging the same amount wow i've only been doing this for a year wow and a half. are they cutting nba barber NBA hair or no no they aren't but they have a really solid clientele because they've been in this business right for right 10 years and so that's crazy i mean they just have like this massive clientele that just boom 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 yeah and so um Dude, it, it's crazy to even like take a step back and like saying like I'm really making this much. You know? Yeah. And um. In that I, amount of hours. <laughs> in that amount of hours. I mean, like literally, I wake up. I I wake up like at seven thirty. Um, I go to the gym at eight thirty. That's not like, even early. That's I, like uh, exactly. Dude. I go to the gym at eight thirty. I'm in the shop by like ten and. Then I'd leave around, depending on my day. And it's funny because when you were when you would say that to someone, that's like, oh, you'll never succeed, young man. You gotta mm-hmm. wake up at four a.m. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wake up at four a.m. You gotta yeah. be at the gym at five, yeah. and you gotta be at work at seven, yeah. and get home at eight p.m. If you want to exactly. succeed in this life, and I mean, you're you're not. <laughs> yeah, no. The the I was actually listening to I listened to a lot of uh like experienced barbers mm-hmm. and barbers that know a lot of the business side and he was like dude for so long barbers have always tried to like compete to see how many more haircuts they could do than that other barber or yeah. to see how many like who could get the most cuts yeah. in a day dude that shouldn't be like our goal our goal should be who could get the least amount of cuts and make the most money mm, and that's so, good and so literally it's- it's crazy you said that too. I'm starting to see a trend because I used to, this is before, I used to get haircuts from just like anywhere. Yeah. And they'd cut my hair. Sure, they'd be done in 20 minutes. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, sure, it's $15, but they're done 20 minutes and it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but like they just try to, because they, they charge so low. But like yeah. for me, 
I mean, I used to be one of those where like, I'm not going to pay more than 15 bucks for a haircut. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, dude, you pay for what you get. Yeah. And then now I'm like, dude, I pay for it. I get haircuts from you. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can't get to you, like, you know, whatever, you know, JB, yeah. um, or, or I go for a higher pay. Like yeah. for me, if I see 30 or 25 and a haircut, it's a red flag for me now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Ooh, yeah. that's not gonna be a yeah. good cut. So I'm like, for me, I'm like, dude, I'll, I want to see if I see 40, 45, this person's charging. I was like, Ooh, this person that knows his worth. He knows his worth. <laughs> and it's crazy. Cause like people try and compare like $20 haircuts to like $45 haircuts. And there's, it's not even close. I was yeah. not even close. It's not, there's, you know, there's not the experience see, to. Yeah. And so like, back then like people are like dude why are these barbers like raising their prices like crazy like like what are barbers doing and it it, like back then it was dirt cheap because of the equipment they had they didn't have the equipment like we do these like in today's day they didn't they didn't have like um these like crazy gadgets that we're using now um and barbers are starting to know their worth i mean um you go to like a salon haircut and you get a just like a trim on a scissor cut trim on the side they're charging a good 60 to 70. You go to um, a salon for girls and they get their hair trimmed. Or their nails. Or their nails done. You know, nail technicians get paid bank, dude. dude. I, went, I went to my girl. My girl took me to get her nails done with her. And I told her, like, I'll pay. Oh, sorry. I'll pay, no, no. I'll pay for them. No, it wasn't nail technicians. Sorry, my bad. Um, eyelash, eyelash technicians. Mm. They get paid a lot, dude. Dude, I told I, my girl to go into eyelashes. Because, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Dude, I'm telling my niece to that. For me, I'm like, dude, you get paid. I mean, I heard it's like nine days mm-hmm. to try to become an eyelash extender or something like mm-hmm. that. Get certified. And then, like, I'm like, you know, you know me. Like, I'm mathematical. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. You know, I picked up my niece. I'm like, oh, how much you get paid to get your eyelash did? She was like, 85 bucks. And I was like, 85. how long did it take? Because I remember dropping her off and picking her up. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, it's an hour, but I guess this one only took 45 minutes. I was like, she just got paid 85 bucks for 45 minutes of work. And it goes, it goes back to what we were talking about. Like, you know, like you're a failure. Oh, you're a failure. You're a barber. Like, oh, you don't even know how much I'm making. Yeah. Do the math. Do the math. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Well, because we asked what your definition of failure is, what is your definition of success? I'd say where where you're at peace when with your with yourself, with your career, with pretty much just being home and your day-to-day life when you're at peace, I would say. When you're looking forward to every day. <laughs> when you're looking forward to I wake up every day and I mean, I, I'm, I'm at peace. I yeah, to, you're not really dreading your I'm day. I'm not dreading my day. And so I feel like um, as long as you're happy where you're at in life, I would, I would call that success. Yeah. I'd call that success. What's the next step for you? I mean, are you content? I mean, if you're content where you're at, who cares, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm very, I'm very content at where I'm at right now. Um, the next step, still marriage. Um, no, marriage. <laughs> oh yeah, marriage soon. Um, I mean, being a pastor, I would love to be a pastor. I would love to be an owner of a shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working, I'm working with my owner right now on just really figuring out how you how to run a shop um how to get qualified and um the next step is owning a barbershop and so that's great man yeah the i really looked into it and um having your own own barbershop you don't you make money while you're not working you know because if you have other right right the barber the other barbers 
are paying are you paying you rent to cut there. And so um, that's one of the goals I have is to own a barbershop and so I can make uh, a passive income. What do your parents think about what's what you're doing right now? Are they happy? I, yeah, they're, I mean, I can't ask for more supportive parents. Mm-hmm. They, they support me and my decisions. They support me and um, where I'm at. They, they, they're really supportive. Yeah. And I know his parents and they, they are. It's not just like, you know, some parents. Are, yeah. To, but, the, to yeah, the son yeah, they are, but then yeah, but, oh, in his back is like, man, I wish. <laughs> no, they really uh, yeah. are though. <laughs> but I would say that um, they definitely make me work for everything. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's, that's one thing I, I, I pride myself in is mm-hmm. the hard work. Um, everything I have, have has came out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, um, they, they really haven't really like paid for any of my equipment. And I remember like I was cutting in my room at first, right beside my bed. I mean, strangers would walk yeah. into my house. I, they, <laughs> they were literally <laughs> strangers. Like oh, my I goodness. never met would text me. Hey, I'm here. Which house is it? Yeah. I go outside, open the door. I walk them through my it's whole that house. tiny one in the corner <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and take them into my room. And then like three or hair, three haircuts. I'm like, I can't do this. I go to my dad. I'm like, dad, I can't do this. I need a, I need a cyber space. So me and him, if you don't know, Cal, like in, in California, like garages are like storage units. Like we just store like yeah. all our stuff in there. And my garage was literally packed with like from, from the, front of the garage to the back with just stuff yeah. boxes i mean like it was an insane amount of stuff and we get back there and my dad and i are just going through stuff throwing stuff away trying to just organize everything and um we did it we made a good amount of room to put a chair and a mirror in there and um just built my success off in there and so like i could really say i i started from the bottom. Yeah. I definitely. Now you're here. From the bottom. And now. <laughs> shout out. Um, <laughs> Big fan of the show. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, you know. But, <laughs> you know. Her. I don't know who that is. But yeah, I could. I could honestly say, man, that. I've. I've built my business. By myself. Yeah. I, I've. I've I'm, put I'm, in the work. I'm glad you said that. Let me ask you this. Are you think because most kids maybe, I mean, you're 20 years old, so you're not far mm-hmm. from teenage age. Most of the time, a lot of kids, they would look at parents and be like, look at other parents and be like, man, they just give them stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, my parents are making me work. Yeah. Looking back, are you more grateful? Way more grateful. And what, did you have those thoughts though? That you're like, how come I don't get stuff? So yeah, I did, <laughs> I did have those thoughts of mm-hmm. like, wow like their parents really just like give them stuff gave them that gave them a car yeah gave them everything like he needs yeah everything they need to be successful and then you hear you have me buying like bare minimum stuff just to like be able to do something and me take it like all the way yeah and so like definitely like in the you're process, grateful that they made you oh work. yeah yeah. Definitely in the process, like I kind of, I kind of didn't, I didn't see it, and so like sometimes I would get like, man, like they got that, maybe like why can't I? Yeah. I recently just um, bought my own car, like yeah, paid paid it off, no payments. It wasn't a hand down. I literally was searching day and night for a car, 
and I got a car. It's yeah. not it's not the 2020 or like the latest car. Yeah. And honestly, I could say I don't need any of that stuff because I mean, I've, I've worked for that. Like, yeah. I, like I take pride in that car yeah. because I bought it with like the cash I had. And you're not I paying had. monthly. Not paying monthly on it. I have it paid off. It runs like a horse. Oh, so, dude. Like, and, and people, I think it's overrated when people try to get like, like for me, I'm glad my car's fully paid now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you going to get another car? I'm like, no, I, dude, I don't want to get another car. Like, why? Like, I don't want to, why would I need, who am I trying to impress? Exactly. You know, okay. Like, I don't. I, <sighs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, the people. It's, it's, it's stressful, you know? Yeah. Like, the people be- I want to impress are impressed with my shoes. Okay. So, <laughs> and those are the people I'm like, okay, like if, a reason why, yeah. yeah. But like my car, like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not even, and I know I, I have a nicer place than I lived before, but I'm like, dude, this place, like, I love it. And my wife and I are super happy here. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, I don't even invite people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're in this podcast. <laughs> but I don't really invite anyone because, like, you know, I just, I don't know. We're very private people yeah. sometimes, but I'm like, I mean, who am I trying to impress? And exactly. I feel like people get to that. Like, I'm glad you said that because young people too, they, they get to the point where they're like, they got to get the newest yeah. things. You know I was there in high yeah. school. I was there. I always wanted the latest things. I always wanted the latest sneakers. I always wanted my outfits to look cool. But like, honestly, like, I don't care anymore. Like, yeah. it, it could, like I could, And the I could best part that. is, yeah. You can afford it. And you can afford it. <laughs> you can afford it, you right? Crazy. Be honest with me. Can uh, you afford the, the shoes that you wanted before? Yes, I could. <laughs> I could very much go on StockX and just add everything to my cart. But, like, I don't see the yeah anymore, you know? And yeah. so, like, honestly, like, I became the king of thrifting, dude. Like, I could, I could <laughs> thrift for days. And so, and, like, I could look fashionable while spending less than $20 on, like, 59 of like. That's crazy you're saying that because I'm, I, like I said, I knew him when he was in high school, so you became cheap. No kidding. <laughs> I, I really did. No, I really, you know what's crazy? Yeah. I don't have a single pair of Jordans anymore. No. I don't have a Shut single up, pair. Shut up, dude. Literally, I just have. Are you serious? I don't. I don't. You I, got the ba- uh, New Balance, though. I have New Balances. Um, I have probably like six pairs of shoes. Are you serious? Including like, those are all my dress shoes, too. And I, I don't, yeah, I don't, that's crazy. I don't spend any money on that's shoes so anymore. crazy coming from you. Yeah, that's like no, me yeah. saying that. Okay, <laughs> exactly. I have 50 pairs of shoes. Yeah. Actually, I have 60. You have 60 because I kept saying 50. I'm pretty sure I bought 10. We're gonna, then. we're gonna need a sneaker, yeah. but we're gonna need a sneaker. Uh, what is it called? An update. Uh, sneaker tour sneaker tour dude, yeah. dude there's everywhere comment, dude comment down below if you want a sneaker tour. yeah comment down <laughs> below if you want me to start saying what shoe i'm wearing in the podcast so yeah. yesterday i was wearing the union fours jordan oh, fours the black yeah. noirs today i'm actually i don't even know what shoes these are yeah. i just saw these some nice Air they're actually girl shoes oh, i saw right. them and i was like you dude they look legit so i bought them so i was like dude, i don't Nike even outlet? care yeah Nike outlet. Yeah. i'm like dude, i don't even know what I guess it's called like Air Max Patchwork. It's not hyped at all, but I was yeah. like, dude, it looks cool. So it I took it. Cool. Yeah. So, but man, dude, that's that's crazy yeah. you said that. But and, and you know what's crazy is that like before when I wanted like all these sneakers and stuff, like I was always stressed about like, oh man, like I need those. And like it would be stressful when yeah. I didn't get them and like I would see other people wearing them. I'd get jealous. But now like I've gotten to the point where I don't have any. 
Yeah. And I'm at peace. Yeah. I'm like, I so, don't. So I back don't. then you didn't have the money, but you wanted it. But now that you have the money, you don't even want it. Oh, what? Exactly. That's literally how it is. That's, That's awesome. Literally how it is. Well, yeah. I mean, thank you so much for coming, man. Oh, man. Thank you. For you know, I, I really enjoyed this conversation and um, I enjoyed uh, just you, you know, um, for me. And he's actually in my book. Talk about him. But he, I'm glad that I, as a coach, not only was I be your coach, your teacher, but I became your friend. Yeah. And I'm glad for that. So at the end of the podcast, go ahead and give a plug of what you're doing. Maybe you could tell people, follow you on Instagram or anything like that. But go ahead, give a plug to the screen and to the microphone. Right, guys, if you ever need a haircut, come to me. Okay, I'll get you right. My Instagram is Matt Blends. You can check out my work there. And um, I have the link in there to book your appointment. And um, yeah, dude, go give me a follow. Yep. This is the man right here. This nah. is my guy. This nah. is the man. You got to show him love, right? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching The Failed Podcast. And if you would do me a favor and subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow me on Instagram at JamesAbrot and on Twitter at James underscore Abrot 1030. Until next time, in the words of Jerry White, I'm out.